Hey, it's Todd coming to you from the Sports and Spiritual Library here in my apartment in Verona, Wisconsin. And uh, my friends had comfort keepers. They have in-home care elevates human spirit. Senior care, in-home care, respite care, empathetic caregivers are specially trained to provide uplifting care, transportation, and support driving to doctor appointments, grocery shopping, companionship, and personal care. Seniors thrive safely. CKMassin.com, phone number 608-218-4861-5950, Seminole Center Court, and Suite 200, Madison, Wisconsin, 53711. Thank you. It's Chuck coming to you from the Sports Review and Spirituality Hall of Fame here in, in uh, Verona, Wisconsin Hall of Fame Library. Anyways, just telling how I'm feeling that certain day, I guess. Um, what's going on is I, uh, I'm going to be reading, I'm going to be reading from As Bill Sees It, the AA Way of Life, and Selected Writings of AA's Co-Founder, and this is from 1967, and I'm going to start with, uh, that step, the step that keeps us growing, and it's on page 264. And, uh, like I said, this is a copyright date in 1967, this book is from, and, uh, and I'll start writing. Sometimes, when friends tell us how well we are doing, we know better inside. We know we aren't doing well enough. We still can't handle life as life is. There must be a serious flaw somewhere in our spiritual practice and development. What then is it? Um, I still feel this way. You know, I, I've been around the program for 27 years, and and I still feel like, you know, I'm not doing things right. And, and uh, You know, and that's what I have inside me. But, you know, as people tell me how great I'm doing, but, you know, reality is, is that <laughs> I always know I can feel better. I just have that, uh, I just know I can do better. I always have that, I always have that little bit of a egotistical attitude in me that tells me, you know, it tells myself that I'm not doing good enough. But in a way, I like that because it pushes me. And it drives me to do better things. And, you know, it's one of the things is, too, it's like when I lost a lot of weight, I had the same type of personality. I had the same type of uh, backbiting things. People just come up to me, oh, you look great. <laughs> you haven't seen nothing yet. That's what I used to say, you know. And, uh, and I still think that's, that's not a bad way to respond. Because sometimes people have had a have a tendency to uh, to tell me how how awesome I am and stuff like that and how great I am and you know the reality is I don't I never like that never like that at all 
You know, and matter of fact, I, I had a little uh, altercation with some guy one time about that, and uh, he was in the program too. He kept calling me God instead of Todd, and I'm like, you know what, I don't like that one bit. So there's only one God in this world, and I'm not it. So that was the thing was, is that, you know, and I say, I still say that, you know, since I'm Todd, I'm not God, and that's where he got it from. And it's still it's just like, you know, and the God is, I stick up for God because, you know, and, and I, somebody, we have to. Because people walking around down here in the face of the earth have no clue what's going on, and they wanted to uh, sabotage our sobriety and our relationship with Jesus Christ, God, and uh, reality is, is that I don't want to do that. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to think about it. I just want to be able to have that relationship of my own with with my higher power, and not with the... Uh, not with a facade or a fake or something that I throw in there or egotistical attitude. You know, I don't need that today. What I need is to be able to love my higher power so he can love me back, you know? And, uh, you know, and it is, it is an awesome experience to be able to have a relationship with, my, with a higher power who I understand, you know, and that's, that's the thing is, that's for me, is what's important, so, so yeah, it's, it's what, it's, that's what the question is, what then is it, you know, and, uh, so yeah, there's a, uh, you know, it, it says too, that it goes on, like, this is part B, Chances are better that even if, even that we shall locate our trouble in our misunderstanding or neglect of AA Step 11, prayer, meditation, and the guidance of God. So yeah, this is part B. Chances are better than even that we shall locate our trouble in our misunderstanding or neglect of AA Step 11, prayer, meditation, and the guidance of God. So, yeah, you know, that's the thing, too, is that locating our trouble in our misunderstanding or neglect of AA 11, Step 11. You know, and that's what's so important for me is when I have to be a, uh, I have to police my feelings, you know, and look at that stuff and realize that. And that's for me, that's also part of, uh, that's definitely part of step 11 and 12, but, and that is a part of step 10 for me too, because I need to do that spot check inventory to find out what's wrong or what's going on how important that is to me. And that's why, for me, when I can find out that, you know, is this a, uh, is this, is this an arrogant attitude or am I just saying I need to drive myself even further? You know, because a lot of times I, I feel that way because I'm so disgruntled with the way I've looked in the past or, uh, 
or I feel currently like that about myself. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that I have a, uh, I haven't given up on myself and that's a beautiful place to be. You know, I'm not, I have to be able to keep the spot check on myself too to realize that I have to give myself a sense of, uh, a sense of well-being and a sense of, you know, and I have to be good to myself, you know, and that's what it's about. You know, instead of being a, uh, instead of having a, a whip driving, you know, whipping myself in the back just to keep me going, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it just, it doesn't make any sense because for me to be, for me to have a, a complacent attitude and to say, okay, that's good, that's fine, that's right here, that's good enough. And I face that a lot of times and I regret some of the things I've done, but it's just, it's just time to get back on the, uh, back on the beam and it's time to get going in the right direction again. And that, that is huge. One of the things I've done in my life is, uh, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of, uh, illnesses and, uh, spiritually and mentally and physically. So, that's why it's so important to do my inventory, too. It's like my, it's like my physical inventory. Have you taken your pills? Have you, uh, have you called your, have you called your sponsor today? Have you taken a shower today? Have you, have you been able to help somebody physically or mentally in the program or outside the program? Um, and that's, that's another thing too, is that I want to say is that just because somebody is having, just because somebody's not in the program and they're struggling, you can listen to them. I can listen to them. Why not? You know, I'm not going to tell them to, uh, go home and read, uh, go home and read the page 417 out of the big book because they likely won't know what it is and they likely won't understand what the hell you're talking about. Or if they do, then hey, you know, look it up on the, you know, get in the program. Get with people in the program. But anyways, you know, it's, you know, and I have to be, I have to respect for the, uh, for respect for my fellow man. And, you know, and, and be loving and caring and kind. You know, if somebody's struggling and offer them an ear. That's about all I can do. You know, I guess I, I can't, I get, I get caught a lot of times in, in playing counselor. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I just try to offer them my experience, strength, and hope for that day. And, uh, and I realized that's what God would want me to do. That's what God wants me to do. So... And that's what I believe they're talking about with the guidance of God here is what they're, you know, prayer, meditation, and the guidance of God. You know, God, God will guide me to where I need to be, but he'll also take care of me. And he also put me in a, in a certain spot where I can help him. 
You know, I've had people come to me that were facing suicide, that were talking about suicide because they had been drunk and they had been crazy. And, uh, you know, there's nothing too sane about the word suicide. Um, but that's the thing is, is that, you know, we have to, uh, we have to let the, we have to let the authorities know too that they're facing, they're facing this, they're being suicided, that they don't want to talk about suicide. So, that's the thing, you know, the other, and I'm going to go, this is part C, the other steps can keep, can keep most of us sober and somehow functional. Somehow functioning. But step 11 can keep us growing if we try hard and work at it continually. Yeah, no doubt. I, uh, you know, step 11 is huge, you know, because I don't need to keep working on my I'm relationship with my higher power, so it can keep growing. And it's so important for me to listen to my higher power, to listen to what he's saying. And to realize that, you know, he's, realize that, you know, when, it, when it's truthful and it's honest, and it doesn't have my ego in it, which sometimes, it takes, it takes the separation to you know, it's like it says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the difference to change the things I can. That's the difference right there, right in step 11, what I was talking about. You know, it's, it's listening for the difference. To know that, you know, if it's truthful and honest, that's my higher power. He's not going to lead me astray. He's gonna lead me through the. He's gonna lead me through some insane times, and hopefully, if I can, you know, hopefully, me being on track, you know, step eleven with prayer, meditation, and the guidance of God. Prayer is so important. It's me talking to God. Meditation is, is listening to what God's saying back to me. And um, guidance of God is, is so you know it, it's. Step 12, you know, it's, it's taking me to the newcomer. It's taking me to people that are need me in, in the program and all the program. And he's able to guide me along the way. And, you know, if I can ask for him for guidance when I'm in the process of uh, sitting down with a person and going over their fourth step, four or five, or, you know, and that's the thing is, is that when I sit down and do that, I, I need the guidance. You know, and, and like I said, you know, when I'm, if somebody pulls me aside at the meeting or at a restaurant or something like that and talk, wants to talk to me about their, about a situation they're going through, in the program or not in the program, God will guide me. And, uh, you know, as long as I don't go astray and as long as I uh, keep on topic and, and tell the truth with the person and listen to what God's telling me, Means that some way the spirit is going to, is shining on me, because I don't have all those resentments inside and anger and rage and jealousy and I don't have that stuff when I'm when I'm in the right spot with my higher power. Then he's able to help me and get me to the to the uh, bones. Then he's able to get me to the situation and help guide me through it. 
So that's the thing. That's the thing I just need to keep keep realizing too is that you know if I'm working with somebody or if I'm talking to somebody and they take the wrong approach, it's not up to me to just to jump all over them. I've done that before, and uh, reality is I did more damage than good. Um, so that's why it's so important too is like when you go into this, when you, when, I'm, when I'm praying and when I'm talking to God. You know, and, and he's 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 helping me, guiding me through the, guiding me with the person through his problems or through my problems. How important it is to know that. You know, it's it's up to, it's he will guide me and he'll keep me straight, so I don't waver off course and go the wrong direction and and step into it with that egotistical ways of my thinking. Because, oh yeah, that comes in, I get involved in that type of thinking too. And it always has, and it always has to be put in place with God by God and say, hey, you know, get back to, uh, get back to the task at hand. So, anyways, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful program for me, for the people that work it, for me too, if I continue to work this program, I continue to have great success in life. I know what I know how I'm going to be. I know where I'm going, and I know I'm going to be going in a good spot with my higher power, with God, Jesus Christ. And that's what I, that's what it needs to be. So, anyways, that is the. Uh, I don't know I keep saying anyways. Uh, it bothers me, <laughs> but so. What do we got going here? I'm going to go to 265. And it's neither dependence nor self-sufficiency. When we insisted, like infants, that people protect and take care of us, that the world owed us a living, then the result was unfortunate. The people we must, the people we most loved, often pushed us aside, or perhaps deserted us entirely. Our our disillusionment was hard to hear, was hard to bear. We felt okay. Well, let me see here. I'm going to read this again. When we insisted, like infants that people protect and take care of us, or that the world owed us a living, then the result was unfortunate. The people we most loved often pushed us aside, or perhaps deserted us entirely. Our disillusionment was hard to bear. Well, you know, when you have an infant that's hungry and uh, they're not being given what they need to get, what they're looking for, that's another situation because they insist and 
insistent. You know, you ever see a kid go through a store and they're going, they're going by like candy or toys or, and uh, you hear the insisting and then all of a sudden they're crying because they're not getting what they need to get. You know, and that to me makes a lot of sense because that, you know, and that's what people, that's what people protect and take care of us. Or that the world owed us a living. And, you know, and, and that's why we do it too. It's like, we, we are like infants when we demand, demand that people take care of us. You know, because we have to be, we have to be able to live our life and be able to do it steps, cause steps. So that, uh, you know, this result, the result was unfortunate when we are like that. So the, the people we must love often pushed us aside or perhaps deserted us entirely. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, and one of those things too is that where we get uh, resentment against them, like, you know, I just have to think about that a little bit too, because how many times I've done that in the past too. For instance, family matters too. You know, I I was always depending on my on my father for something he couldn't for something that he would have problems giving me. And, uh, you know, I think some, I think that is a, I think that's a trap we all fall in, especially in recovery. And, uh, we don't want to, we don't want to go through that by ourselves. We don't want to depend on God. And, you know, we, we throw all that on our father or our mother or our brother or our sister. And they become, uh, so then they just become overwhelmed because they're trying to take on our problems too. So that's, uh, that's something that I can, I can look at and see. And you know, I realize too is that, you know, a lot of times my sponsor will not be able to help me in a certain way, but he can guide me to somebody that can help me. You know, whereas a family member doesn't have the experience that, or the resources that we have in this program, all we have to do is, you know, is realize that we have to use the resources that we have. You know, another person in the program or that's been through the same situation that we've been through. Or you got the, uh, the other thing is too, is that you know, maybe they're maybe they're a lawyer or something like that in, in the program, and they can help us. But we have to be ready for the help. You know, we have to be prepared to listen to them and not. You know, and we have to be able to uh, 
be able to tell the truth, but be able to accept the truth too. And be able to know that, you know, just because somebody can pull a fast one on us, you know, and I don't know, pull a fast one. I'm trying to think what that means. It doesn't mean much, to be honest with you. But uh, we have, you know, we know a difference. We have the, you know, we know a difference between right and wrong. That's the wisdom. You know, and that that serenity prayer. And I'm going on a part B here, but we fail to see that through adult years through adult and years. We were still behaving childishly. Trying to turn everybody friends, wives, husbands, even the world itself, into protective parents. We refused to learn that over-dependence upon people is unsuccessful because all people are fallible. And even the best of them will sometimes let us down, especially when our demands for attention become unreasonable. Part B is really is what I was kind of talking about when part A, but... It's just, it just totally uh, emphasizes what, what, we're, what we do when we're trying to throw our, our problems on somebody else. We fail to see that, though adults in years, we're still behaving childishly, trying to turn everybody friends, wives, husbands, even the world itself, into protective parents. And that's how we grow up. You know, we're, even though, even though I'm 54 years old, sometimes I still depend on the, on the, uh, the world to be, to protect me. And it goes for the AA world too, you know, and I'm always trying, you know, and I'm always looking for a, not a boy or an affirmation of, from, from the humans, from a human that everything I'm doing is just wonderful. I need to listen to my higher power, you know, because that's just, that's the main thing is that my higher power will give me will give me the direction I need, but he'll also give me the affirmation I need too, if I'm doing right. But I have to be able to listen and I have to be able to connect. And that's to me, it's a, uh, it's hard for me to be, to throw my stuff on another human being. And that's what I like about part B right there. Part C, we are now on a different basis. The basis of trusting and relying upon God. We trust infinite God rather than our finite selves. Just to the, just to the extent that we do as we think, 
We would have to do and humbly rely on him. Does he enable us to match calamity with serenity? We are now on a different basis, the basic the basis of trusting and relying upon God. I have to rely on my higher power. And trust my higher power. We have to trust an infinite God other than finite finite cells. Cells. Just to the extent that we do as we think, he would have to do and humbly rely on him. Does he enable us to match calamity with serenity? So, yeah, just, you know, in the last sentence is a, uh, you know, humbly, really, keep fragment in here, they'll take it right now. It's humbly rely on him. If we humbly rely on him, we do that without ego. And we do that without, uh, you know, we do that without, uh, we're able to, we're able to mask serenity with calamity and to work that off the board. That's what it's about for me anyways. And, um, you know, able to get rid of that calamity. That's the thing is, is that, you know, it, it talks of, uh, it talks when we go through problems in our life, we're going to be able, we need to pray about them and talk to God, you know, in a humble way so that we're able to, you know, come up with, come up with a, uh, answer for our troubles that day. And sometimes it can involve doing something different than we've ever experienced before. But that's the, uh, that's how we must change. We must be more open-minded to my higher powers. Relying on Relying on our higher power, you know, and that's, and that's the uh, matching uh, calamity with serenity, and you know, that's that's a higher power is going to be able to is going to be able to help us get through that. But we have to be open minded, and we have to be in a, in humble about it too. Be able to be able to uh, let the sunlight of the spirit shine on us. And realize that when we do that, we're in God's light. But that's the thing, you know, if we do it humbly, that means that we're doing it without resentment and 
greed and want and wanting or money, whatever. You know, without greed, without without ego, without you know jealousy, without fear, without you know, we have to be able to do that stuff. Being not not having a uh, not being angry. So sometimes it's just best to uh, to pray about it, take time with it, and realize that our higher power is going to take care of us and protect us from evil. And sometimes that is the uh, that is our that is our way. So, anyways, I just want to say, there it goes again. I just want to say that if, if nobody else has loved you today, I do. And I say that with the power of love. Thanks.